This episode of The Horror Show is brought to you by HelloFresh. For $30 off your first week of HelloFresh, visit HelloFresh.com forward slash Horror Show 30 and enter the promo code Horror Show 30. And that'll get you $30 off your first week. And that's HelloFresh.com forward slash Horror Show 30. This week, we are doing Alone in the Dark. You can find mm. various versions of it everywhere online. Some say it's two hours and 14 minutes. It's not. It's an hour and a half. Who says that? You can find the videos, but for some reason they just relooped the movie. Okay. I don't know why. Maybe it throws like off. So much. Maybe it throws off the uh, copywriters. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. Throws off the pigs. Throws off the fucking narcs. So just look it up, man. Just search it and find it. I guess if you want to watch it. Honestly, I think our take will be better. So maybe just skip this one. Sure. Yeah. I always feel that way. All right, guys. Uh, so enjoy. <laughs> okay, I stopped paying attention in class. I was thinking about the adventures of Ash, about the misfortune of sitting kids at Crystal Lake. Became addicted straight away with the initial tape. God bless Betamax. Betamax. VHS, holy like Amanda Kruger. I was introduced to genre flicks by Toby Hooper. I started craving more just like Larry the Looter. I collected VHS without commentary or bloopers. Through computers, magazines, a bunch of stores. Spent my money on movies and begged my mom for more. I'd watch the boys kill those astro bastards five times a day or even more. I loved the gore. Lionel and Paquita combined their lonely hearts. I was hellbound, Cenobites tore my soul apart. I've seen them all, from Dracula to Vertigo. Listen up, welcome to The Horror Show with Sean and Joe. Hello everybody and welcome to The Horror Show. Show at Dice 6, mutilates, dismembers, and butchers all of your favorite not so favorite horror movies and other horror related events i'm sean i'm joe i was just clicking a pen like a yeah fucking lunatic like a fucking paul yeah that's what i was literally about to say uh i've never seen somebody shake their leg so much in my entire life remember the first time we recorded with him we just drummed on his knees the entire time never seen him drum on his knees before or after it's kind of cute he must be nervous what he's nervous to it's do the show cute i said it's cute not he's cute you're both so cute 1982, Alone in the Dark. It's a film. Uh, this that, is, that it is. This is brought to you by Bryant, your city. Mm. Long time, long time fan of the show. Yeah. Always fun guy. Um, talk to. Directed by Jack Shoulder. <laughs> Sounds like a fake name. Jack Mehoff. <laughs> <laughs> Jake Shoulder. Uh, he did Alone in the Those Dark. two things don't sound the same <laughs> nightmare, at all. <laughs> a Nightmare on Elm Street 2, The Hidden. That's it. And Wishmaster 2. This guy sucks. Is he still alive? Yes. Okay. Uh, yeah, so he did this movie. Uh, this movie, I don't know. How did they get all these actors in here? I don't know. Well, I mean, these guys are bit actors, but they're well-known bit actors. You know? I, yeah, I guess that's true. But, I mean, they're all very good. I feel like they could have been doing a play or something. So we have Jack Palance. Jack Palance, Martin Landau. Yep. Donald Pleasance. The asshole from the A-team. Yep. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And whoever the fat guy is. <laughs> the child molesting. Yeah. Large man. Uh, Twas a dark and stormy night at Mom's Diner. A man enters. He finds Mr. Rogers sitting at a bar. He says, hello, mom. She says, hello, preacher. And this preacher is Martin Landau, by the way. Yes, he is. Uh, and then all of a sudden, uh, the, the woman at the diner, mom, comes out with a plate with a giant fish on it. The preacher's like, huh? And then looks. There's fire everywhere. A cook comes out and starts spouting out some religious stuff about how he's going to kill all of man <laughs> with a giant blade. It starts raining in the restaurant. And then some chains grab the preacher, hang him upside down, <laughs> and the cook splits him with a knife. Big old chop to the dick. Big old chop to the dick. What the He wakes up screaming. Mm -hmm. And then it says alone in the dark. What this has to do with the film, we are not entirely sure on. I think it's just that he's lost his mind. He's out of his mind. Which he is. You don't think he was possessed or anything? What, what happens in this movie? <laughs> now, that is the question. <laughs> All right, so 
I've, I've seen. I've never seen this movie. Neither have I. I've always wanted to. I've seen this movie. Uh, the cover. Yes. Billions of times. Yeah. It is a great cover. There's a guy standing with an axe by the leg. Yep. Yep. This this movie is not what I was expecting. No, not at all. This is a a drama. It is a drama. It's way more of a drama. A lot of talking again. Uh, more into the bore core here, ladies and gentlemen. This is a pretty well acted film. Uh, no, not a pretty well acted. It is like all of these guys. So Donald Pleasance is great. Is Donald yeah. Pleasance is fucking awesome. Until he's goofy at the end and is like, oh, just let me talk to him. Does it all the time. Yeah. <laughs> like, like literally every movie. Um, <laughs> You're right. You're right. Holy shit. Let me just talk to Michael. Michael, let's just talk this out. Hey, kids, get your ass out of here. <laughs> it shows up part four. A burn victim after being blown up. <laughs> Holy shit. That's so funny. But, uh, yeah, I mean, Martin Landau as the preacher, it's like he's going for an Academy Award. Really? He's playing a, like, a mental patient. Mm-hmm. And I'm just thinking, like, imagine making this movie today. I don't think you could do it. Um, <clears throat> in terms of making fun of, like, men- mental Well, I don't patients. think they're making fun of him, to be No, honest. I mean, that's... I'm, just, I'm just saying, I, I just don't think... Like, I, this movie would be met with a lot of backlash. Having that child molester... I mean, people didn't, like, split for that reason. And I thought that was, I don't think that was a statement on mental health. No, but, no I thought but people was were wonderful. Oh, it was awesome. But I mean, people were like, well, this makes people, I, I, I can't even get into it, but it's like insane to be like, oh, they're making fun of mental health. Like they weren't like I, some a monster. He's playing a character. <laughs> yeah. And it's a fictional thing. It's He's not mentally ill. He's a super villain. Anyway, but yeah, no, I mean, I kept thinking that too, because there's a bunch of times I wanted to write these fucking weirdos or wackos because they're acting in that way where you want to call them that. But I was like, will that be met with uh, criticism? It will. Yeah. But I'm just a liberal cuck, so I don't know (laughs) what I'm saying. Uh, But yeah, no, it's just weird. Like it is like there is that element to it. But at the same time. I don't know. Because these guys were... I, I don't know. Was there anything wrong with them besides being mentally ill? No. They just had mental illness? But they're dangerous. I mean, one had a PTSD. Yeah. One was just a child molester. Yeah. <laughs> I think that was the extent one's of it. One's a pyromaniac. Yeah. And one's a who's, murderer. Who's the bleeder? <laughs> the bleeder was a murderer. Oh. He's listed on, on uh, Wikipedia as homicidal maniac. Now, one of those guys gets loose, and we don't see him for the rest of the movie, right? After they get all their weapons, he runs away. Yeah. Did they do a second one? One of the Dark Two? Well, I don't know. Why would they let that guy go away? Do you think there's, that guy has enough star power? To- <laughs> they were looking for the spinoff. <laughs> I don't know. That would have been sweet. Anyway, um, so you have all these great actors um, in this, and uh, they do a great job. But I don't know entirely what is happening in this movie, as you can tell as I'm asking Joe, because there's elements that seem almost paranormal, but I guess they're now just coincidence. Yeah, I, I don't believe there to be any paranormal uh, activity going on. It's so weird. Okay, so anyway. Um, yeah, it's super fucking weird. Anyway, we meet Dr. Potter. He shows up to meet Dr. Bane. Dr. Bane is uh, Donald Pleasance. DP. Is it Pleasance? Mm-hmm. Pleasance with an L. What are you saying? Peasant, Pleasance? Pleasance. It's just, I'm pretty sure you just said the same word twice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they have this insane back and forth. Um, Dr. Potter it does with a receptionist. He walks in and meets a receptionist. He's like, can I see Dr. Bane? She's like, you can't see him. He's like, well, I have an appointment with him. She's like, I forget what she says. It's like, who's on first g- gimmick? And he, this guy's like, what the hell is going on? And we learned that uh, this psych ward allows the patients to be the reception, which I can't think of any worse idea. <laughs> but they do that. Uh, <laughs> the the nurse that leads um, Dr. Daniel Pot, Dr. Potter 
to Dr. Bain uh, tells him, you know, Dr. Bain, his methods seem a little bizarre, but they really work. Much more caring environment, less less torture and weird shit like that, and more talking to the patients and things, which is nice. Yes. I actually thought it was going to be a twist, and it was going to be like, psych, we fucking... I thought that abuse well. the fuck out of yes. him. But it's not, I, he's the nicest guy to these patients. Correct. Well, I take it back because at one point he calms one of them down and he's like, hey, what'd you say to that guy to get him to calm down? He's like, I told him I'd hang him up and split him in half. <laughs> oh, wait, that's a callback to his dream. It is. Yeah. What does that mean? Nothing, Sean. <laughs> Stop it. This movie is stupid. Uh, anyway, so he meets... Um, oh, he's also... Best scene of the movie. Well, Dr. Potter's walking to visit Dr. Paint. Just one of the inmates or patients, whatever you want to call him, just walks up behind him and is like, scumbag. <laughs> <laughs> Calling somebody a scumbag unwarranted is like the funniest shit I've ever seen. <laughs> Especially getting that close, getting within swinging distance and being like, hey, scumbag. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking takes balls, man. Uh, they go upstairs and they meet Dr. Leo Bain. And I guess they know each other because they hug, but they don't really know each other. Well, I mean, he hired him, didn't he? Yes. He's taking Dr. Merton's place. Dr. Merton. Yeah. Another thing that I thought would come back in a different way. Yeah. <laughs> That's weird. Uh, so everyone thinks he killed they, <laughs> Merton. Why? I don't know why. Well, Every, uh, I mean, look who thinks it. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway. Um, yeah, yeah. 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 Dr. Bain, uh, you know, uh, Dr. Potter. It's so fucking confusing. These fucking names. Potter. Potter says to Bain. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's weird that you have this these patients uh, being receptionists. And, like, and Bane's like, well, what did she say? He goes, oh, she said that you're invisible. Bane's like, I am invisible to her. He does. A fact that doesn't come into play again. Like, I feel like Pleasance was supposed to have a bigger part in this or something. He knows his dream. He's in this girl's head. This movie. Is he fucking with them? This movie, I mean, maybe we're just missing something huge, but like, that's how I felt this whole movie is that it should be good and it has all the right pieces and there's just something. There was just key stuff that was like left out. Yeah. It was, it was really weird. It felt like there was like chunks missing to it, especially with Donald Pleasant's involvement with these people because he seems super nefarious most of the time. Like, just based on his body language and shit, and it's always like he's keeping a secret. Like, every time Potter asks a question, um, Bane is just like, I don't know. Is it? <laughs> and you're like, oh, shit. What does this guy know? But he knows nothing, apparently. Uh, it's really fucking weird. So, we find out Dr. Potter is a replacement for this other psychologist in floor, the third floor. Which is for the most violent, heinous of the psychiatric ward. Yes. There we meet Ray Curtis, who's the floor monitor. And he says, good luck in the most ominous way possible. I'd be out of there so fucking fast. It's insane. He's like, good luck. <laughs> uh, and we learn about Frank Hawks, who has set off a window alarm last night because he's a POW. And he needs to know exactly where the exit is at all times. He's very paranoid. Yeah, that guy, uh, he's played by Jack Palance. Yes. Um, Curly from City Slickers, if you will. He also also turns the Joker into Joker in the first batch. That's right. That's right. Uh, And he is terrifying. He's great. He's terrifying. I'm saying this movie is like one of the best. He scares the shit out out of me, man. He scares the shit out of me. Inside this room is also the preacher. He's back. He's not dead, as we noted. Martin Landau. Martin Landau. Um, this guy they call the bleeder. <laughs> Skag. And um, yeah, this this large man that molests. Also, kids. why is well, yeah, that guy 
that guy should have been murdered by the other three. Yeah. But instead, they're just hanging out with him. Also, why is Skag not in jail? I don't know. <laughs> or, or the pedophile. Well, That's a good question. Why? The other two, I can see why they're there. Right, right. <laughs> I don't know. And as, they're, as Dr. Potter's leaving, Hawks just screams, Dr. Potter! Happy trails. <laughs> and weirdo Dr. Bane is just like, yeah, I hear you, Frank. I don't even know what that means. Like, again, I thought they were in on it, sort of. I, I was like, oh, is he going to release? I, I didn't. It was so fucking bizarre. The way Jack Plant like, delivers his lines in this. is insane. He puts a period between every word. Like, uh, at the end of the scene, they're all in bed. This is one right now. It's, it's right now, right? Yeah. He's like... <laughs> Potter killed Merton. He says it. Nobody's said three words more maniacally ever. I, dude, I wrote it down exactly how he said it. Potter killed Harry Merton. Now Potter wants to kill us. You know what? I believed him. (laughs) He said it with conviction. He did. Uh, And the other guys are like, oh, so we should kill him. And he's like, yes. <laughs> it's the most quick plant. Like, they're all like, okay. <laughs> like, I've never seen it. Fru- comes to fruition so quickly. <laughs> it's just, they're, everyone's okay with it. And they just, you couldn't plan anything with a group of pals that goes this quickly. Oh, so there's always somebody that's just like, nah, I don't know. This group is just like, all right. Well, there's one thing that separates them from other pals in movies. What's that? Being insane? Yes. But I don't know, man. Uh, so all these people are talking about killing Potter. I, I, I honestly didn't even really understand what the fuck was happening. They just want him murdered. And they're also planning an escape, which is weird because they're plotting this. Like they mentioned the, they mentioned the escape. And one of the guys says, well, how are we going to escape? He's like, don't worry about that. So it seems like he has a plan in place. But then everything else that happens after this is purely coincidental. Yeah. It appears. Unless, again. Unless there's a paranormal factor. Right. There's not. (laughs) It's fucking weird. Okay. So anyway. uh, They'll get out when the time is right, they say. So Dr. Dan Potter, he's talking to Ray Curtis, the, the, the floor guy he, he watches the security guy and he's just scaring the shit out of him basically and uh telling him and explaining the doors are all electric and he doesn't trust them which that comes into play in about three minutes yep um the preacher comes in while this is happening he just starts screaming over <laughs> matches he's like can i have matches dr Pyre's like well you can't really have matches. He's like, what the fuck? He starts screaming. Oh, man. Uh, outside, he goes to Dr. Leo, the preacher, who is still pissed. And is like, can I have matches? And Dr. Leo's like, yeah, sure. Do you want a whole book of them? <laughs> and he gives them to him. And then, oh, hey, look at this. The preacher lit his jacket on fire. <laughs> And is waving it around like a crazy person. Which is exactly what you expect to happen. Literally, if you handed them matches, you'd be like, that guy's probably going to light his jacket on fire and wave it around at people. That's exactly what he does. (laughs) Dr. Bane's like, oh, shit. Goes up to him, whispers something. And he stops. And Dr. Potter, like I said, says, what'd you you tell that guy? He goes, oh, I said I'd hoist him up and cut him in half. Sometimes you have to be a little forceful. Honestly, that's probably what he says to him every time. My, twice dreaming about it. So here's my also. Here's the, it's either that or through ther like through therapy he knows that that's his reoccurring dream mm. and is using it against him. Probably. It's really. I, I, I don't know. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Hawks and the other two are up to something. Uh, the pedophile. He goes into Potter's office and gets his address and a picture of his family. <laughs> Just happened to be sitting there. Oh, boy. Boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. Meanwhile, we meet Potter's sister, who's at his house, meeting, getting picked up by his wife. She's like, hey, are there any Rastafarians around? (laughs) I've never heard such a stupid fucking question. I would honestly kick her out of my fucking house. Are you sure you never heard a stupid question? What about that one I showed you today that somebody asked me? 
Oh, somebody has to jump in who Michael Jackson was. Hey, have you ever heard of Michael Jackson? <laughs> That's pretty bad. That's, dude, I don't know, though. Dude, a college kid coming home and being like, hey, this looks like... This looks like upstate New York, the whitest of the white areas. I mean, that's just a guess. I don't know where it is, but it looks very, you know, very white town. And this college girl pulls up and asks this woman, um, a mother, an uncool mother. Hey, you have any Rastafarians around here? <laughs> Some fucking idiotic. I'd be like, get back in the fucking cab. Go back from the James <laughs> house. <laughs> <laughs> That fucking kid. Oh, Jesus. That was weird. That's That guy is almost on the level of that Rachel uh, Dalzik or whatever her name is. Do you know who I'm talking about? <laughs> the president. Almost on that level, dude. Almost on that fucking level. Did you ever see him after high school? No. There's a kid in our high school that, that turned into a Rastafari. But like... He's white, white, white. Like walked around with the Jamaican flag draped around him at all and times. Started talking in a Jamaican accent. Yes, like literally. Come on, literally talked in a Jamaican accent. <laughs> That's fucking psychotic. You should have been locked up for doing that. I watched him pull a knife on two different kids. Did you? Yeah. Yeah, that's good. I remember I saw him after high school, and he was talking in the thickest Jamaican accent I've ever heard, and I was just like. I remember when you used to talk like me in seventh grade. But that's fine. Although, mad props to him. He did get me into ODB. He Oh, he got you into ODB? Yeah. He was a big rap fan. Big rap fan. Anyway. Um, back to this idiot. Uh, well, there's nothing more to say about her. <laughs> pa- uh, we go back to Dr. Potter, though, who's pressing Hawks about the previous doctor. <laughs> and Hawks is going to kill him. It appears. Hawks freaks the fuck out. He's like, I don't like you nosing around and blah, blah, blah. He's fucking terrifying. He also uh, tells us about the child molester during this period. So that's fun. (laughs) Potter, his wife and Potter's sister, go see a band called The Sick Fucks. Chop, chop, chop. Yappity, yap, (laughs) yap. The sister, for some reason, thinks that this is what two... Middle-aged parents want to go do on the weekend, and uh, they're they're miserable. This band is like Gore meets the B-52s. <laughs> Fucking terrible. It's a nightmare. And here we go. The power goes out in the club. You hear people screaming, it's a blackout! As if they, how would you determine that? It's a blackout! And then one of, I think it's the sister starts freaking out. It's like, Danny, what if it is a blackout? What, what, what are you saying? Who cares? Who gives a fuck if it's a blackout? That's so fucking weird to worry about. Don't you think? It definitely is. Back at the hospital, though. The the sick fucks. What was the other movie that we watched recently that had a punk band that... Uh, uh, was it can not Candyman? Was it? No, it was definitely not. No, this was, was a couple weeks ago. It, it was just some shitty fucking band that like. Oh wait. Oh. Was it? It wasn't Microwave Massacre. No. It wasn't Killdozer. No, no, no. Was it in Bats? No. <laughs> the fuck was it? <laughs> um. No, it was Super Eight. Was it Terrorvision? Oh yeah, that was a while ago. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was um. Basket Case or Terravision? House on Sorority Road. Oh, the stuff. Nah, it was. It must have been Terravision then. Yeah, we'll go with it. Point being, so many of these '80s horror movies have like punk bands that are trying to get thrown into movies, and they're never going to go anywhere outside yeah. of this movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And nobody's ever going to watch this movie and be like, "Oh, you're the band from that movie." Can't wait to go listen to the sick, the sick fuck. fucks. <laughs> you would think it was made up. They're not. Yeah, I know, but I'm saying. Anyone that watches this movie and hears the six fucks is going to be like, oh, that's... The song is kind of catchy, though. Chop up your mother. <laughs> it's... I wouldn't call it catchy. Um, <laughs> anyway, it's a blackout. Back at the mental institution, the preacher sits up. I made the lights go out. 
And honestly, the way he delivers that line and like the look on his face is is really good. Oh yeah, it's terrifying. And Hawks is super happy. And again, so now it's just coincidence that they're able to escape. Yes. For their plan is purely coincidental. They're on the loose. They find our friend Ray Curtis first. He's surrounded. They toy with him for a little bit, and then the child, the, the pedophile, gives this guy a WWF style backbreaker. <laughs> literally like the bent knee back to the bent knee but literally snaps him in half fucking it's pretty brutal it is. it's pretty fucking brutal they just leave him in a heat does the old bane yeah yeah the bane um some dude pulls up to the asylum. Also, uh the preacher calls him a blasphemer for some reason yeah i don't know screams in his face <laughs> some dude pulls up to the asylum he uh he, he takes one look and the fucking, these guys from the insane asylum, f- these floor three dudes come walking out like, like the like baddest gang. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. Like the baddest gang you've ever seen in your life. And, and this are. guy's like, oh shit. But he doesn't reverse it and the fat child molester just throws him out of the car. The fat child molester punches him and he get through the <laughs> window and he gets knocked out. <laughs> Also, he, we find out he's dead from that. <laughs> we later find out he's dead. It's too bad that this guy's a child monster because he would be the one I was rooting for. He's just a fucking brute. You know what? For a moment, I thought, I don't know why, but I thought they were going to turn the table on his character and make him be like, oh, I wasn't a child molester type of deal. Why did you think that? Because uh, he didn't fucking rape the daughter. Sean, that was the most awkward, uncomfortable scene I've ever seen. That scene had no business being in this movie. That, I mean, I agree. The the first scene. But later when they find her just sleeping, I'm like, oh, she's dead. But she's not. She's totally fine. And he's like, yeah, she she showed me some, like, tricks with paper. <laughs> All right. Stop. I hear what I'm Stop. saying. Stop. I hear what I'm saying. <laughs> there was just a moment where the I saw. The guy should have been the first one killed. <laughs> there was a moment. I saw a glimmer in his eye. I thought, maybe this guy didn't do it. Yeah, I, I saw that glimmer in his eye, and it's like, this guy is a fucking child molester. <laughs> maybe in real life. <laughs> I honestly think that might be the hardest I've ever like left. Like, it wasn't like an out vocal one. <laughs> this is like the funniest thing I've ever said. Oh, fuck. All right. Anyway. <laughs> So this gang is just fucking bad as fuck. Um, the dudes, these the, the floor three gang, they knock them out, steal the car. I wrote fat ass throwing people. It's just gimmick. <laughs> it is his gimmick. He'll do it regularly. Um, so the gang hops into this car. Doctor Potter shows up a little late, and the cop. There's a cop there. What? No. <laughs> All you have to do is make the cop look like they're doing something. And somehow horror movies fail at this every time. This cop is just walking around outside being like, eh, eh. <laughs> like, like Dr. Potters says, you know, where are they? What's going on? He's like, oh, I don't know. Took off in a car. They shouldn't be too hard to catch. They're wearing hospital outfits. Also, their out their hospital outfits are just like old man gear. Yeah. What, what every grandpa wears just. Navy blue pants and a navy blue jacket. <laughs> you would never suspect that to be a hospital outfit. <laughs> but uh, they go to a sports store to get some weapons, grab some knives. Because the whole fucking town is looting during this blackout. <laughs> in a small town. Imagine Cheshire looting in a blackout. No one would leave their home, to be honest with you. No. They'd all just be like, like it's, tough this out. It's it's like Main Street USA, this town. <laughs> They're looting like a local mom. They know the owners, probably. I honestly want to do that the next, <laughs> next blackout. I do, too. I, I will 100%. <laughs> just go down to the, uh, yeah. I don't know where. Brian's guitars. <laughs> I mean, if you're going to hit a store, that might be the one. Although you get pretty caught pretty easy, I think. It's happened. Uh, the gang goes to a sports store. They get the weapons, knives, hockey masks, bows, and they'll use uh, approximately... I guess they use all those once. <laughs> Except the hockey mask. Uh, the gig- Dude, uh, Skag... Right here has one of the most awesome kills. And a ton of potential. 
And then he leaves. And then he walks away. And we never <laughs> see him again. He, Weirdest thing I've ever seen. He kills someone with one of those like three pronged garden, like yes. weirder thing. Tears his throat out with just rips it out. Like and like there's meat on the fucking it's prongs. Disgusting. It's fucking gross. And then he fucking leaves the movie. And then he's just like, all right. And he just walks in the opposite direction. And the gang watches him and is like, all right. And they all get in the van and leave. And uh, the way that it's shot, like, it's literally the way that you just said it. Yeah. Like, the sound that you're making is, they're just like, hmm. Yeah, no one's well, talking. They're just, and they're, but they are. And Martin Lando's around. eyes are just like, well, there's that. <laughs> so that just happened. That was fun. <laughs> it's so fucking funny. Um, yeah, that's, that's fucking funny. And hey, before we continue, let's give a shout out to our sponsors Speaking here. of meat. <laughs> Speaking of Meat, meat on Prongs. a three dead on a three dead on a meat hook. Yeah, <laughs> they're gonna send it back to us. Hundred percent. HelloFresh for thirty dollars off your first week of HelloFresh. Visit HelloFresh.com forward slash horror show thirty and enter the promo code horror show thirty. There's something for everybody with HelloFresh's selection. They got three meal plans to choose from: classic, family. And for all the vegan, all of our fans are fucking vegan and vegetarian now. They even have the veggie option for you. Uh, These meals let you rediscover the excitement of cooking. Enjoy not having to plan dinner, spending money on takeout for an easy night, or worry about gathering ingredients week after week. That to me is the number one thing. I fucking hate planning dinners so much. Meal planning blows. And it is so nice to have this and just pop it in. You, You... it's almost mindless. You do not have to think about it, but it's better than mindless because it's actually kind of enjoyable to do because it makes you feel like you're a cook. And now that I'm single, this is the perfect way to try to impress people, but they will most definitely be like, this is HelloFresh. I'll be like, God damn it. <laughs> HelloFresh believes cooking should be simple and convenient and not a chore. You won't spend all night in the kitchen because the recipes only take around 30 minutes, Joe. Yeah. Last night I was fucking furious. Why? Because I got blown off on a date. It was 7.30, and then I had to make fucking dinner. It took me an hour and a half. What'd you make? A lot of chicken. But you wish you had HelloFresh. Uh, yeah, it was a fucking nightmare last night. I was so fucking mad. Anyway, there's so many benefits to subscribing, so you can keep enjoying HelloFresh week after week, spend less time meal planning and grocery shopping each week, and get that time back to do more of what you love. Eating. <laughs> Eating HelloFresh. Yeah. You get more time to eat it. You get more time to eat it. Uh... <laughs> More time to watch things like Alone in the Dark. While eating your HelloFresh. <laughs> While eating your Hello. Alone in the Dark. <laughs> Last time I made the honey glazed pork tenderloin recently. Oh my God. It was good. It was legitimately, it was amazing. The fucking glaze that you put on that blew my hair back. It was so fucking good. It, it was just so fucking easy too. So we're again, for $30 off your first week of HelloFresh, visit <laughs> Visit HelloFresh.com forward slash Horror Show 30 and enter the promo code Horror Show 30. Yeah. Uh, well, all right. Let's get back to uh, <laughs> in the Dark. Oh, my God, guys. I don't know what you're going to hear, but I'm fucking crying right now. <laughs> fucking laughing so fucking hard. All right. So these guys, they uh, take the van. They start driving around town. They see a postman because this is 1902, I guess. A postman on a bicycle. With the smallest satchel of mail ever. You can deliver that mail in about five houses. <laughs> Fucking lunacy. Martin Landau. I want that. <laughs> Cut to the mailman on a bike. The gang starts chasing him. They're in a van. They're about to run him over, but he evades it. <laughs> this is like... This is probably my favorite kill scene. This is probably my favorite line. Because the guy looks... the the. Mailman looks at him and goes, what are you? Some kind of asshole? <laughs> Your dad's probably used that line. I was just going to say, that's my dad's go-to line for everyone. What are you? Actually, that's so funny. I've literally watched videos of your dad saying that to you. <laughs> After you farted in the car. <laughs> what are you, some kind of asshole? <laughs> It's, it's honestly it's like it's really on. a really funny thing to ask somebody. <laughs> Expecting a response. <laughs> yeah, actually I am. <laughs> they're just telling them they're an asshole. <laughs> what are you some kind of uh, <laughs> Hawks gets pissed. 
Remember when the guy squirted into that, like, that flower that, you know those flowers that squirt water yeah, squirt yeah, yeah. Tom, Tom Cruise's face? Oh, yeah. He's like, what are you, some kind of jerk or something? <laughs> I forgot what he was saying. Like, why even engage him? Like, of course he's a jerk. <laughs> He just sprayed you in the face with a fucking flower. Like the Joker. <laughs> Most jerk thing ever. Of course he's a jerk. <laughs> what are you, some kind of... Dude, I totally forgot about that clip. That clip's so funny. <laughs> oh, man. Tom Cruise was getting punked a lot back then. He was. <laughs> Rightfully so. I mean, let's face it. Oh, well, Land uh, Hawks gets fucking pissed, puts the car in reverse, <laughs> and fucking nails. This guy goes a thousand feet. He flies. Here. It's amazing. Lando. This movie uh, might be good. This movie's. <laughs> no, we're just laughing way too much. Uh, <laughs> fuck that. Uh, I can't even think right now. Um. Anyway, uh, Lando takes the hat. Yes. Next scene, we see Lando show up to the Potter's house as a mailman. Wait, his name is Lando? No, Landau. Martin Landau. Oh, Landau. I'm sorry. Lando Calrissian shows up. I wish. Uh, the, the preacher shows up to the Potter's house as a mailman. Uh, clever. Mm-hmm. But Potter wasn't home. No. So he just pieces out. He talks to someone, doesn't he? Yeah, he talks to the mom. And the mom's yeah. like, yeah, he's not here. He's like, oh, I be here. I would call the police on that guy so oh, fast. The way he was standing like that. This guy looks like a lunatic. He, out of and you all know that, that Potter works works in a yeah. mental institution. Like, yeah. Oh, this is his patient. <laughs> he should not be here. Out of all of them, the, Landau played this role, bug eyed, crazy. Yeah. It's like, oh, like this is not your mailman. <laughs> um. Well, the mom and the Potter sister. Decide they're going to go to a fucking protest to protest the nuclear facility, which is causing the blackout, which is, (laughs) I don't know. seems It's the 80s, man. (laughs) Fucking weird. Anyway, uh, so the daughter gets home while they're out. The mom has just forgotten that she's a mom at this point. She's just acting like a fucking asshole. Daughter shows up. No one's home. But the child molester's there. I was so disturbed by this scene. It was totally unneeded. It was it, it like it it hurt to watch. Like you, all you had to do was tell me this guy's a child molester, and I'm like, fuck this guy. Like that's yeah. all you needed to do is just say it. Like, yeah. You don't need to put him. I don't. In you don't need room. to put him in close quarters, no. being like, want to go hang out in your room? Yeah. Like it was awful. We could have a lot of fun up there. Ugh. Oh, fucking insane. <sighs> well. The daughter's like, how come mom called you instead of Bunky? <laughs> the guy's like, oh, Bunky's busy. So he killed him. He kills Bunky? Right. He kills Bunky later. Oh, he does kill him later. Bunky's the girl. The girl babysitter. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. Because Potter calls Bunky. Dr. Potter calls Bunky. Because the mom and the aunt have gotten arrested at the protest. <laughs> being a couple assholes. So Bunky is going to go check on the daughter. More red herrings. A lot of red herrings here in this movie. Um, Bunky's, That's where the daughter's asleep. Bunky says the daughter's sleeping. And in my head, I'm like, oh, great. The fucking child molester killed her. That's not the case. No. <laughs> Bunky calls over her bow, though. Which is just more red herrings for murder. Because the guy's walking around the house slowly. You expect him to get got. Doesn't happen. He also talks like the biggest fucking idiot. He does. His voice is so obnoxious. No one should fuck this kid. Especially this girl. This girl's pretty good looking. Um, yeah. Uh, they're butt ass naked in the bedroom. They're about to get it on. But Bunky hears a noise in the closet. She makes him go check. There's nothing there. <laughs> he comes strolling back, but gets grabbed from under the bed. Uh, I don't know who's under the bed, to be honest with Preacher. you. Preacher. As preacher, mm-hmm. um, he he gets got knife comes through the mattress. This girl is hiding on the mattress. I don't know why she's not just jumping off, but you know whatever. Yeah, the scene is is honestly really good. It's cool. Uh, she actually does end up getting off, but she she actually plays petrified really well. She does. 
I mean, if you saw a knife come through the bottom of your bed, she does the best version of what you would do. What when you you do. Yeah, yeah, like which is just be so taken aback that you freeze. That you die. <laughs> yeah. you die. <laughs> but she gets out. Um, she opens the door. Doesn't matter. Because the child molester's there. Yes. And strangles her to death. <laughs> By holding her up 10 feet in the air also. <sighs> At the house, the daughter's fine. Mom's freaking out, obviously. Because the cops are there now. They know what happened. They know that there was a break-in. That yep. these guys were there. The mom's freaking out. And Dr. Potter's like, don't worry. I'm just <laughs> thankful they didn't rape and kill her. And then he, his theory is that they were there... Because they like him. <laughs> and they wanted to talk to him. <laughs> Buddy, they escaped they, the mental institute. And they murdered people. <laughs> uh, oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, we meet Tom Smith, who is also at the demonstration. Oh, I just figured out who fuck Tom Smith is. Skaggs? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't realize that. I was so fucking confused by this whole thing. Well, he reveals it at the end. He, who? Skaggs. Oh, they say it? I must have missed it. Let me, uh, hold on. Maybe I missed. So it Skaggs got picked up by the police. So this guy, Tom Smith, he was a demonstrator with them. And he's with the mom and the sister. And they met while they were in jail. And he helped them get out of jail, they, they mentioned. Um, but they thought he was in jail for the protest. Yes. And we'll find out something and else. They, and they befriend him. They befriend him, yes. Well, I mean, the, the sister wants to fucking date him. <laughs> she wants to marry the fucking guy. Just met the fuck, fucking lunatic. Uh, I mean, that's bad because he is a legitimate lunatic. <laughs> but he's also a murderer, so. Fuck, I know I had a note here that, that explains this. Fuck. No, that's exactly what it is. It makes perfect sense because you never saw his face because in the hospital room, he's covering his face. Then after the sports store, he puts on the hockey mask. So you never actually yeah. see his face. <laughs> what a long, drawn out, stupid fucking <laughs> surprise. <laughs> I was just so confused. I, again, I went back to Supernatural with this and I, I thought they possessed the, the demonstrator. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> it was so fucking weird. Um, so the family's all, oh, having- it's when he gets the nosebleed, he gets a nosebleed later on and that's how they figure the out the bleeder, yes. the bleeder. Right. Okay. That makes sense. Fuck dude. I can't believe I did not piece that together until just now. Um, so they're having a big old family dinner with a police officer, having a good old time in the dark. The cop goes outside with a light because whatever, what do you know? That guy's dead. Shot with a bow. <laughs> Took about three steps and he's shot dead. The new boyfriend is like, it's time to fight back. They start locking all the windows and doors. The people are trying to get in. Doctors, the Dr. Potter's bedside manner is probably the worst of any human being ever. They are huddled in fear. There are madmen outside trying to break in and kill you. Just to kill you yeah. all. Based on what you know, they're just trying to kill you. He goes, all right, let's think about this. They're obviously armed. They're completely unpredictable. <laughs> He's telling this to children and women and wives and sisters who are terrified. The sister already just revealed how afraid of the dark she is. It's insane. They're completely unpredictable. And we have to assume they aren't going away unless they've set out on what they've come here to do. It's like, okay, so they're going to kill us. Yeah. That's what you're telling us. Uh, Leo shows up, well, Leo Bane shows up and he's like, hello everybody from outside. And, th and they're screaming through the window. They're not opening the window. They're like, <laughs> watch out, watch out. They're, they're out there. And Dr. Bane's like, oh, you don't say. <laughs> he goes, don't worry. I'll, I'll let me just talk to him and things will be fine. <laughs> um, he's like, Leo, they have weapons. Uh, he sees the preacher approaching him. So he's like, oh, I'm just going to go have a conversation with the preacher. Preacher cuts off his fucking ear. Fucking axes him. <laughs> cuts off his fucking ear. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah. And then the woman, the wife's like, honey, what do they want? 
And for somehow, this guy picks up on the most convoluted point of the whole movie. Literally, no one would guess this because they're 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 insane, and it makes no sense what they're thinking. Yeah, but the but the uh, what was his name in the beginning? Kurt. Kurt. Yeah. He he heard them. Oh oh. He tells him, "Hey, these guys think you murdered the." Oh well, then honestly, it took him way too long to figure this out. Uh. It's me. They think I killed Harry Merchant. Yeah. Which you that is a fantastic point because he was literally told that. Yeah. In the first <laughs> But but here's the even more alarming part. Dr. He's screaming at them, I did not murder them. These guys are killing people with axes. They killed everyone. And he sticks his head out the door and is like, tell is asking them to call the hospital in Philadelphia to confirm. <laughs> <laughs> to confirm Harry Merchant's new employment. <laughs> he's like, just call the hospital. Matt's I assure you he's still alive. Trying to reason with these guys like that. <laughs> That's all it took. That's all it took. Uh, he, he even goes, will you call? Will you call? <laughs> of course they're not going to. Pleading with. What phone? And, what, and, what are you going to do? Let him in the house? <laughs> and they rightfully respond by throwing a body through a window. <laughs> <laughs> That's honestly the only appropriate. Like, it is. Like, do we have to. All right. This guy doesn't. Oh, this guy doesn't realize we're crazy. We got to just, just throw a body. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> just pick up that corpse and toss it through the window. <laughs> Maybe he doesn't know it's us. Uh, they start hearing noises all over the house somehow. They hear it in the basement. They hear it on the second floor. This poor daughter is also Jesus Christ. Like they open a closet door to the two, the body of her babysitter and her boyfriend fall out. Yep. The daughter has to see that. Yep. Um, Dr. Potter, he's going to go downstairs to put out a fire, which I didn't know was happening, but he does. Well, preacher, preacher started it in the basement. This preacher gets around fast. He, he is, and he's already like eighty years old. Orlando, at the time of his death, was like the oldest human on earth. <laughs> uh, he goes downstairs. He smacks preacher in the face with a fire extinguisher, then puts out the fire, and then just goes upstairs and is like, "All clear." <laughs> um, the child molester is also in the house. He takes a hatchet to the back. He's in the kitchen. But he's still fighting. This guy, Tom, hits him in the face and he goes down fucking hard. Um, Potter goes to get the car. He says, wait here. I'll get the car. Bring it to the front. You guys get in. This girl, the sister, has been standing. Tom's been standing behind her. She's blood pouring down her face. And it's obviously coming from this guy, Tom. It's I've never seen more blood on a person's face. And she's just saying there like nothing's happening until it gets all until it's like pulling up on her lips and she starts tasting it and she's like But this is like four scenes worth of like cutting back to her with blood on her face. <laughs> she tastes it and then that's what alarms her and she looks up and uh Tom's nose is bleeding, thus revealing him to be Skag. So yes. he was in jail, they got him out with him, they brought home a murderer. <laughs> Uh, boyfriend starts. I, I, you know what? This movie's kind of a mess, but I, it's kind of awesome at the same time. It is time. kind of awesome. Uh, he starts. I mean, the problem was is just there's like a lot of boring parts. A lot of boring parts. Yeah. But Skag starts strangling her, and then the wife stabs him. Preacher's back. <laughs> he, he comes tumbling up the <laughs> stairs. Preacher, preacher takes a licking. <laughs> preacher does. He gets stabbed in the back. I also just love how quickly it is to dispatch preacher, but he just keeps coming because they, nobody's they're just just nobody's kill the been stabbed. Just kill the preacher. fucking guy. They stab preacher with the smallest knife that he's a hundred percent gonna come back and throw him down a flight of stairs. Uh, and finally, if you were worried about Hawk, he's back. Imagine being like a classically trained actor like Martin Landa. And then you just have to settle, be stabbed in the face a bunch of times. Thrown down by the guy from the A team, Hannibal. In the face of the fucking fire extinguisher. Uh, so Hawk shows up. It's not just crazy ones that kill. We all kill when we must. We all die. Yeah. Now it's your turn. Sounds like a crazy. It's yeah, not, it's not a crazy one to say. Yeah, this guy. This guy's trying to plead for his life. He's done a. Pretty, he's doing a pretty shitty job of it. Just don't kill my family, Frank. And then 
Wait a minute. Maybe this movie does suck. <laughs> because they see they see Harry on TV. Another a fucking a, a total another coincidence. Harry's being interviewed. Power comes on. The biggest blackout the state's ever seen comes back on. TV comes on right to the news. And we're standing here with Dr. Harry Merchant. Harry, what do you make of these crazy murders? <laughs> And Harry starts talking and fucking... Frank is pissed. He's so pissed he's wrong. (laughs) Much like a dad. He's he's more mad he's wrong than not having to kill somebody. (laughs) He escapes. He he fucking... He smashes the TV. Looks like... He starts crying, drops his weapon, but then just walks out of the house. (laughs) And goes clubbing. And then immediately goes to a club. Like, this ending makes no fucking sense. And goes a, to a club where that band is still playing. Sick fucks are playing. Sick still playing. Playing the old Iggy Pop. He beats up the bouncer. Everyone starts cheering. And then he meets some lady who's like, I see you here every Tuesday. So what does he do? He pulls a gun on her. And she's like, I love you. <laughs> And she starts laughing, and so does Frank. And that's the end. That's how the movie ends. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Borkor might be a work of art. It ends abruptly and weirdly. Both movies did. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think we, we have stumbled upon a new genre. New genre. <laughs> Borkor. Great concept. Terribly executed. <laughs> Way too much talking. And then the end is just, what? What? Excuse me. Well, this this might be a subgenre of Borkor because it's slightly less boring than. I think what this would be would be maybe the king of Borkor. Like you know how every genre, even every subgenre has. Oh yeah, like like Corn's the king of new metal, right? And it's actually good. It it always holds up. I like it. And then all the copycats that followed are just like, oh yikes. Okay, I can get behind this. (laughs) Maybe they're the the corn of new metal. Anyway, that's would, bor- bats would be fucking snorkor. <laughs> <laughs> that's like the porn of gra- <laughs> the porn of <laughs> bats. Oh fuck! Uh, good episode. I man. wonder if cock and ball torture on Spotify. I don't know. <laughs> I don't care. I don't, I'm not gonna listen to them. They're not. What a shame. So, guys, we got some fun stuff coming up. <laughs> fun stuff. Um. So after this comes out, uh, I'm saying that because we're recording it the same night. We've got some, we've got our 90s sucks. Uh, I don't know what you call it. Program scheduled. Four weeks of the 90s sucks. Named after the famous quote from the wrestler because I hate the 90s. 90s suck. Who said that? Mickey Rourke and the wrestler. Oh. Then that Kurt Cobain had to come around and ruin everything. 90s. Uh, so next week. I do not share these sentiments, by the way. Starting next week, we will be doing There's Nothing Out There from 1991. This is a movie. Uh, really fascinating backstory. There's a documentary on it online. It might be to purchase. I don't know. I can't remember. I haven't seen it in forever. Really fascinating thing, kind of pre-scream, um, but a very meta horror movie. Done, sh- I think it's shot on video. Super weird, uh, really interesting. I'm excited to watch it. I've never seen it before. After that, we're doing Demon Knight, a very wait highly requested movie. A movie I loved when it came out, Sean, but didn't see. <laughs> Sean, we did Demon Knight. No, we didn't. Did we? Did we do Demon Knight? No. I think we've just talked. Did we do Demon Knight? William Sadler. We didn't. We've just talked about it a lot. Sure we didn't do it? Yeah. Like I just looked at it. I just searched all my pages. Billy Zane's in it, right? Yeah. That's fucking weird. I could have sworn we did. Swore we talked I, about I it. think we've talked about it a lot in various <laughs> situations. I wonder if we watched it or something and just never did it. Yeah, that's possible, man. I swore we talked about it. No. All right. 
<laughs> I hope we do a movie twice. <laughs> and I hope we have a completely different <laughs> sentiments on it. Totally flip the script. That's That will be entirely possible. Uh, 100% possible. Uh, so uh, there's nothing out there. Followed by Demon Knight. Followed by The Faculty. Followed, which we did a live stream on. Followed by Lake Placid. I'm so mm. excited for Lake Placid. Can't Lake. wait for that one. I can't. <laughs> I mean, it's going to be what terrible. Was, what was right before Lake Placid? The Faculty. Oh, great. <laughs> That'll be great. That'll be great. And then after Lake Placid, Serial Killer's back. It's been a long time. Right in time for Friday the 13th. We're doing all the Friday the 13th. What month has a Friday the 13th? July. Okay. We're going all the way out that far. So that's your schedule, guys. Um, Serial Killer started out 100% as a joke that I didn't really even give a shit about. I just really wanted to mock Serial. Yeah. And people, after we announced Serial Killer on the last episode, people... I got more messages for that being like, I'm so glad serial killers coming back. You would think they would hate it because we take like beloved series and wipe our ass with it. Dude, Nightmare on Elm Street, possibly one of the most beloved things. And we literally make fun of Robert England's every fucking episode and basically say it's the not series good, sucks. Except for three movies. Right. <laughs> it's what the people want to hear. Yeah. They're tired. They're tired of the bullshit. They're tired of the peanut heads talking about how everything's great they're sick of it they're fucking sick of it they're fucking sick of it i'm curious though i think friday the 13th is a way different beast than nightmare on elm street i honestly well i've seen all the movies like dozens of times i I i've never sat really done it in order right i i'm gonna have fun man i'm fascinated I think I know you don't like one. I think one's great. I don't. Yeah. And uh, I think two and three are fantastic. And then you get the, the two Corey Feldmans, and then you get. I like the Corey Feldman. underwater. Paul's favorite underwater. I like person. Manhattan. No, you don't. I do. Sean, I Sean. do like Manhattan. Sean, you don't. <laughs> that's that's not. So yeah. So uh, I think it's going to be split up one two. I, I I don't know yet, but I think we're going to do one two three. We should have Paul join us for the because his favorite is the underwater Jason. Which one's that one? Six, seven. Okay. Eight. Well, yeah, nine, we'll figure it out. Ten. It's, no, it's seven. It's seven, I think. Manhattan is eight. Yeah. No. Yeah, that's it. Jason goes to hell is nine. Yeah, Jason and then ten. X. Yeah, and then the remake. So I'm thinking episode one is going to be one, two, three, and final chapter. Okay, because that's that appeared to be what they wanted to do. Okay, <laughs> then episode two. Being new beginnings, Jason lives, and the new blood. That weird section of them. Then episode three, Matt, Manhattan and Hell, because it's a fucking nightmare. Put those two together. Why not Jason X? Because I want to do... Because X, I feel like, should be separated into these other weird ones. X, Freddy versus Jason, and the remake. We did Freddy versus Jason for Nightmare. So we watched it again. Did we do it? Yeah. Oh fuck! I mean, we, we'll just glaze over it then. Okay, maybe I'll, I'll maybe it. I'll reorder it. Maybe make, I'll reorder. Make it. My wife. No, no, don't reorder that. That's that's a fine order. Just oh. we'll figure it out. But anyway, the remake. Did you see the remake? Yeah. Fuck. People like it. No, they don't. I've seen it on Instagram. Where? People like it. Instagram is not real. You're right. You're absolutely right. Actually, I fucking I'm starting to hate Instagram too. But not Instagram doesn't piss me off so much. It's just don't be fake on Instagram. That's the only thing. People like to fake fake it on Instagram. Uh, that's the internet, man. That is the internet. It's true. You should see my Tinder profile. Get pictures of models <laughs> on it. Uh, for you? Yeah. Fake one. Like you're the model? Uh, the Photoshop. No. All right. The joke sucked. Uh, so that's the end of this episode. <laughs> We've got a uh, rate, review, subscribe on iTunes. It's the best way to help us. If you do, send me an email, Sean at IHateHorror.com. I'll send you some stickers. You can follow us on Facebook.com slash IHateHorror, IHateHorror.com. Uh, at IHateHorror.com, you can also check out Tormented Teamsters, a uh, link there to the song. You can download the MP3. He allows us to do that. 
check out his new song too from there. You can get to his YouTube page and website and all that stuff. So check that out. And thanks, uh, Tormented Teamster for allowing us to use that. Realgenrefix.com, I believe is what it's called. Um, and that's it. Uh, I'm on Instagram and Snapchat at I Hate Horror. Bad, uh, <laughs> Boogenish 1985 and Horror Show Joe. That's it, guys. So, uh, for Joe, this is Sean. Stay weird. Thank you. Adios. That's it, guys. That's it, guys. That's it, guys.